The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The Pharisees went off and plotted how they might entrap Jesus in speech. They sent the disciples to him with the Herodians, saying, Teacher, we know that you are a truthful man, and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. And you are not concerned with anyone's opinion, for you do not regard a person's status. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it lawful to pay the census tax to Caesar or not? Knowing their malice, Jesus said, Why are you testing me, you hypocrites? Show me the coin that pays the census tax. They handed him a Roman coin. He said to them, Whose image is this and whose inscription? They replied, Caesar's. At that, he said to them, Then repay to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and to God what belongs to God. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. After I was accepted in a doctorate program, I met my director, and he asked me, can you read German? I said, I cannot. He said, you need to learn German. So the first thing I did is I collected about a thousand or so flashcards, German flashcards, and I divided them in stacks of 50, and I put rubber bands around each of the stacks. And any time I ever went anywhere, I would grab one of the stacks and put it in my pocket. One day I was in the grocery store, and of course I always get in the the, the shortest line. Uh, And so I got in the line, and the woman had just finished bagging her groceries, and she was handing in the coupons. Well, one of the coupons didn't work, so she insisted on seeing the manager. The manager told her that it was expired. So then she said, well, I'll pay. So she used a credit card to pay, but the credit card didn't work. And she tried a debit card, and that didn't work. And then she tried a gift card, and that didn't work. So she says, okay, I'll pay cash. So she says, well, well, now that I'm paying cash, I might as well get rid of all my loose change. So she takes everything out of her pocketbook, puts it on the counter to look for the loose changes at the bottom of her pocketbook. Meanwhile, I'm standing behind her. (laughs) And what am I doing? Am I upset? No. Am I gathering all my belongings to go to another line like everybody else did behind me? No. I was perfectly content. And the reason why I was content is because every 30 seconds I had to wait, I was learning a new German word. Opportunity. Every moment in our life, we presented opportunity. That's one of the wonderful things that Scripture teaches us. Like take, for instance, in the Gospel today, Jesus could not be in a worse situation. He's surrounded by opponents, enemies that want to take away his life. They want to trap him in speech. And what does Jesus do with with a situation like that? He turns it into an opportunity. (laughs) He teaches us a very great lesson. And that's the beauty about Scripture is that it always teaches us that all the time we have great opportunity. We just have to recognize it. 
Now, a lot of times, it takes me a long time to make decisions. And the reason why is because I have to weigh all the options. Like, for instance, what am I going to put on my pizza? My onions, maybe pepperoni, maybe some mushrooms, maybe a combo. And I have to weigh all the decisions. But sometimes in a decision-making, it's instantaneous. We know immediately. Like, let's say, for instance, you're holding the winning Megabucks ticket. Do you throw it out or do you cash it in? Well, you don't have to weigh the options. You know immediately what you're going to do. And the reason why you know immediately in those decisions is because you recognize opportunity. So take, for instance, Matthew. Matthew's sitting at his, at his desk collecting taxes. It's the greatest job you could possibly have in the ancient world. And Jesus comes along and says, follow me. And Matthew gets up and follows Jesus. Think about that for a minute. Let's say you're a tax collector. You're sitting at a table. It's the best job in the ancient world. People are lining up in front of your table to put money on your desk. It's, 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 it's like the registry of motor vehicles. We go, we wait in a long time in line to give the government large sums of money so we can walk out with a little plastic card. So here you are, you're at a table. People are in line to give you lots of money. All you have to do is pick up a piece of paper, check off the box, and that's it. And then Jesus comes along and says, follow me. So now you have to make a decision. You have to weigh your options. Do I keep the best job you can possibly have? Or do I follow a guy I just met? And Matthew immediately gets up and follows Jesus. Why? Because he recognized opportunity. Oh, was he right? Because not long after that, he sees the greatest things that ever happened in human history. He was there at the moment when Jesus multiplied the loaves and the few fish and fed 5,000 people. He was there when the little girl was dead and got back up to life again. He was there when Lazarus walked out of a tomb. He was there at the Last Supper when Jesus walked around and washed his feet, the Son of God washed his feet. And then a few days later, he was there at the day of the resurrection. And now today, there are churches all over the world named after him, Matthew. Opportunity. Just because... And that's the wonderful thing about Scripture. Scripture is always teaching us that every moment that we have in our lives is a moment of opportunity, that something great can happen. No matter how hard, no matter how bad the situation might be, there's a, there's a, that's a moment of opportunity. We can make a friend. We can win back a friend. We can have a teaching moment. Or maybe we can learn something. Scripture tells us that when we go out there, not to let a day go by without seeing, because that God does present to us all kinds of opportunities. We just have to see it.